Welcome to the show. It's Donna and Steve on My Talk 1071. Everything Entertainment. Yeah. Yeah, Don McLean is here too. Hey, Don. Hey. Hey, guys. I got a Canada Dry Diet Ginger Ale to my right. I thought I drank three of those last night. No. No, wait. I thought you said you were a Seagram's lady. I did. Did you, Don? Hmm. Oh, I you don't... want me to remember? Did I anyone don't even know what show did, I'm on? Or did Don? Don Don's full of double duty. She doesn't know where she is right now. I thought the last time we had a, a, a ginger ale conversation that we got into brand specific and we had a Seagram's Canada Dry situation. Um, I think maybe you guys rate. did. I don't maybe. have a preference. Okay. Well, I'm drinking Canada Dry, and boy, I just find it to be very good. And I know diet soda is really bad for you. Yeah, don't send us an email, yeah. Brian. Chill out, man. God. I get it. Saccharin or whatever. whatever. Yeah, yeah, chemicals. Blah, blah, blah. I've had three uh, three coffees this morning. Oh. Uh, now I'm working on my diet ginger ale in nice. uh, in a, in a, a Greek yogurt with honey and banana. Thank you guys for even asking. Oh, you bet, Steve. We mm. care about your breakfast. Okay. You guys have your breakfast sandwiches this morning? Any any yes. any mix-ups at the Hubbard cafeteria? It was better today. I oh, like was that it? sausage one. I got. Oh, I gave oh. you a sausage. I thought I gave you a bacon. No, but I oh. like I liked it. Oh, okay. I think it's turkey sausage. Oh. Mm-hmm. I don't think they use sausage. 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 I like it's sausage. turkey sausage. sausage. <laughs> oh, Jesus. Recorded that hot. Yeah, I'll oh. pro- I'm going to put that back in. You just tell me what number that is. I'm going to re-record it. In oh, lower. okay. All right. Mm-hmm. I don't. It's I don't, a little. It is. Sex. It's meant to be jarring, but it's it's flat out scary right now because it comes into our ears and we're like, oh it's only God. up at half volume too. It's weird that well, uh, some El- things are way too low and some things are way too loud. Elton was blowing pretty hard during that performance. I mean, he was using it. It was coming from his diaphragm. Yeah. So that's why it's extra hot. Um. I have to tell you about something that happened yesterday, and I think it's going to be sort of the 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 impetus for our Facebook question today. Impetus. Which is, it's a uh, it's a confession Tuesday. Uh, we've done this before, but it's always fun when you get to revisit it. We want you to uh, go on our Facebook page today. You can also email us at Don and Steve Show at mytalk1071.com. Tell us about a time that you got the lyrics to a song wrong. Oh, that's fun. And um, and the reason why this came to mind is yesterday we're gonna play this sound. So yesterday on Twin Cities Live, we uh, we were doing a weather report with the fabulous Dave Dahl, and at the end of it, Elizabeth had been saying because of the last night's freeze warning that we had, she said, "Don't even think about tomatoes yet." You know, she's a gardening expert, mm-hmm. and so I'm just being silly on the on the back end of that. So that's why you hear me talking about tomatoes at the beginning of this, but then. It morphed into something spontaneous that happened that became, I I liken it to almost like being possessed by something. We knew we were on live television. We knew that we had to go to a a commercial, but we couldn't stop ourselves from finishing the lyrics. And so here's how it played out yesterday on Twin Cities Live. Then now you can start to think about tomatoes and peppers and cucumbers. Every time my wife has said, I'm thinking about a tomato, I say, stop. Collaborate and listen. It's not that time yet. (laughs) Ice is back with a brand Brand new new edition. Something something. grabs a hold of me tightly. Flow like like a heartbeat daily and nightly. (laughs) Will it ever stop? No, I don't know. Turn off the lights and I'll go to the extreme. We'll rock the mic like a vandal. Light up the stage and watch me jump like a candle. Help! That's good. No, we're doing fine. 
So we temporarily <laughs> lose our minds, overtaken by the spirit of the song. Yes. Ice Ice Baby, of course, by Vanilla Ice. Now, I was notified uh, soon after on Instagram that I got some of the lyrics wrong. Oh, for God's oh, sake. Did you both and get them wrong? We both got, I think, a couple of... Uh, Elizabeth mumbled through a couple. I certainly... She, she got one right that I got wrong. The one that I definitely got wrong. At the end, I've always been saying, light up the stage and watch me jump like a candle. Now, if you just walk that out, you know, lyrically... That doesn't make any sense. Watch me jump like a candle. Candles don't jump. It is wax a chump like a candle. I didn't oh. know it was wax. I knew it was wax. a chump. Huh. Wax a chump like a candle. Now, the, the, the good thing is is that um, a guy by the name of Trent Lagerman, who happens to uh, be the drummer for Vanilla Ice, uh, did reach out on Instagram and told us that we are welcome on tour with them, that he'll see oh. us at the next show. Oh so we got God. the official you know, oh seal of approval there. <laughs> But then it, it made me think when when some I have always said watch me jump like a candle. Also, there's another lyric in Ice Ice Baby, which is um, has to do with uh, a harpoon. Huh. And I've never I've never read it this way. Let me tell you what it is exactly. And this mm-hmm. is a line that Elizabeth got absolutely right. Uh, let's see here. Uh, something grabs a hold of me tightly. Flow. I I always say flows like a heartbeat daily and nightly, like your heart beats all day long. It's flow like a harpoon daily and nightly. Huh. You know, this is funny because you could tell the difference in generations. Like when I was growing up, mm-hmm. I would lie on the floor in my brother's room and listen to records. <laughs> and I would take the sleeve of the album and I would memorize the lyrics because all the lyrics were written out on the sleeve. Yes. yes. Oh. So I would and then I would turn the needle back and then sing it again and just keep practicing till i got the lyrics right well i will I, i'm with you there now it wasn't with records but i would you know i would record songs from the radio yep. you had to press record and play at the same time mm-hmm. and uh you'd always get a little bit of the dj saying hey coming in at number six on the top eight at eight <laughs> and i would record and then i would play it back and i would write down the the lyrics you one line at a time And then I would study those lyrics so that then eventually, like two weeks later, I felt very confident to rap it publicly or sing it publicly. Exactly. (laughs) I I actually recently found, you know, handwritten lyrics to uh, what's that song that goes murderer? Oh, yeah. Uh, Here come the hot step, uh, murderer. I'm the lyrical. Oh, I love that song. And I just found the lyrics and I'm like, okay, I got this. I got it. Murderer. (laughs) Oh my gosh! Oh, cute. Here comes, yeah. yeah here comes the hot stepper. That was by Eni Kamose. Ooh, that would have been a good one for. That would have um, been a really millennial X Games. Yes, that would have been very good. Mm-hmm. Uh, so anyway, that's our that's our Facebook question today. Fun. We'll get into confessions Tuesdays at eleven thirty, which is uh, tell us about a time that you got the lyrics to a song wrong. One of the most famous ones is uh, "Blinded by the Light." Oh yeah, that was going to be my answer. Oh yeah, yeah. that it's a lot. We'll save it. No, we'll save it. We'll we'll stop it right there. (laughs) And do you know what it really is, Don? Uh, Yes, because I was told very sternly by somebody I worked with in an office who did not appreciate what I said. (laughs) Especially with vibrato, I can't hear you saying that word. Oh my gosh. Yeah, we'll get to that. That's coming up at 1130. If you have one right now, you can always email the show, Donna and Steve show at mytalk1071.com. When we come back, we're going to have some things that made us go, huh. What in the heck are you about to tell us about, Donna? 
I'm going to tell you about skin hunger. <laughs> Here comes my Canada Dry. It's a thing, especially right now. A lot of okay. us are experiencing skin skin hunger. I know I, for one, am. Okay, this is putting out a real Jeffrey Dahmer vibe. <laughs> it's nothing like that, but you'll want to hear it when we come right back on My Talk 1071. Welcome back, you guys. Thanks for listening to the Donna and Steve show on My Talk 1071. Everything entertainment. The sun is shining. It's going to be a beautiful day. Yeah. Gonna get warm by the end of the week. 80 next week. Woo! I think I'm fine with 80. We don't have to go to 90. Let's just keep it at 80 for the rest of the I'd summer. I'd be okay with uh, high of, uh, the peaking at 75. I agree, Steve. 75 and no wind. Right? I mean, yeah. girls, I mean... put your records on. You know? <laughs> <laughs> Hear what you're saying, man. All right, man. Feeling the vibe you're throwing down. <laughs> Skin hunger, it's a thing. And we're being deprived of it right now during lockdown. What is it? It's just being deprived of even the slightest physical contact. Oh. Skin hunger. You hunger for touch. (laughs) When you touch the skin... Um, it stimulates pressure sensors under the skin that send messages to the vagus. Excuse me? Repeat that. The vagus? The vagus. I said vagus. Oh, I don't know. The vagus. It's a nerve in the brain. And as vagal activity increases, the nervous system slows down. Heart rate and blood pressure decreases. Brain waves show relaxation. Stress hormones are decreased. Touch also releases oxytocin. So basically, being touched makes you feel happier, calmer, more sane. And without it, we deteriorate physically and emotionally. Really? Yes. And so with these social distancing protocols in place in countries all over the the world, Mm. people who live alone are finding themselves enduring months without human touch. Mm. Which is kind of a cruel irony, given that skin hunger actually weakens our immune systems, making us oh. potentially more susceptible. Oh, no. To coronavirus. Oh, see, this isn't good. I know. You know, I do feel bad for people who live alone. It's so funny because my friend Nancy, who does not live with me, is like, you need to tell Jason to hug you. And I'm like, yeah, I don't think that's going to happen. <laughs> Jason is my to roommate. Be clear, yeah. roommate Jason. Right. Right. And I'm like, yeah, I don't think that's going to happen. Luckily, I adopted a dog just right before this all happened. Yeah. So that's the only touch I I get is hugging my dog. You're licked, probably. A lot of us can't say that. It's true. Yes, Dawn. Tongue hunger. (laughs) Tongue hunger. Even the dog. Skin hunger. (laughs) Need to satisfy that skin hunger craving. Oh, gross. The bottom line is we don't realize how much we depend on touch until we are deprived of it. So I gotcha. I, I um, like you guys. Saying. You get to touch all the time, <laughs> right? Like you, not each Dawn other. has a boyfriend. You have yeah. a family that you're locked yeah. down with. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. I have yeah. a fur baby. Mm. I don't really touch his skin as much as I touch his fur. Well, plus the dog. 
<laughs> I'm sorry, you're not talking about your roommate, Jason, anymore. I'm getting oh, I love that one, Steve. That's a okay. good one. All right. Anyway, that's what I have. That made me go home. I actually saw it on CBS Sunday morning on Sunday. And so I thought, let me look into this a little more because it sounds like a thing. How about that? I, j- I was just holding hands with my daughter this morning. We took a little walk around the block. Oh, oh gosh. That's walk precious. around the block. It was oh, great, man. I like, you know, nothing. I don't like any walk better than I like a morning walk, and I've probably taken less than 10 my whole life. Really? Man, they're good. You mean weekday morning? Even weekend morning. If we do a walk, it's not happening until the afternoon. Much more common to do like an early evening, you know, like after dinner, guys, let's go. We're going to take a walk. Oh, oh, oh. I love these morning walks, though. There's just the rhythm of the. You can really sense that. The neighborhood is waking up. There's uh, there's dew on the grass. There's dew. sprinklers. Dew. It just feels dew. so peaceful. I saw two uh, two geese with their little goslings floating Aww. in the pond. That's it's nice. Just, so you really... step in some goose crap. Donna. What? You can't start with skin hunger and then poo-poo it... goslings <laughs> in the same segment. I mean, it's everywhere. You know, I got a real, that's the thing about goslings. Like, they're so cute whenever they grow up, and it's Nobody it's says great. goslings, just for the record. What, well, I, you can't say ducklings. What, <laughs> baby does. geese? Yeah, I don't know. Okay. But, uh, well, I, I hear you, Don. Um, I I saw the, the little geese this morning with their big geese, and my daughter, I was, I was happy that she knew it. I said, you know, they're over there with their goslings. And she said, you can't get too close to those geese or they will tackle you. <laughs> thought, yeah, oh, okay. that's funny. That's good oh. enough because, you know, they have the spirit of Satan in them. They will hiss at <laughs> yes. you. The bummer is that these beautiful, cute little goslings, they grow up to be pain-in-the-neck geese. Now, I like geese. I like seeing them fly. I like it when they land on ponds. But they, they will get to a point, and it will be in, like, mid-June, early July, When they just say anywhere we walk, if it's... Hey, it's Mike, and I'm so excited to tell you about Factors Delicious, ready-to-eat meals. You know I love good food, and that is what I love about Factor. It's fresh, never-frozen meals that are chef-crafted, dietitian approved and get this, all ready to go in just two minutes. Never get sick of the same thing with Factor, as you'll have over 35 different options to choose from every week. That includes Calorie Smart, Protein Plus, and if you're watching the carbs like me, a great keto option as well. Also, there are more than 60 add-ons to help you stay fueled up and feeling good all day long. What are you waiting for? Get started today and get after your goals. Head to factormeals.com slash DS50 and use code DS50 to get 50% off. That's code DS50 at factormeals.com slash DS50 to get 50% off. I'm Bradley Trainer, And I'm Don McClain. We have a podcast called Blinded by the Item. A blind item is gossip about a celebrity with their name left out. It's a guessing game and you can play along. The item might be like, this A-list star carries a Birkin bag worth more than the average person's house to the gym to work out. Pretty sure that's J-Lo. And P.S. The person behind all of this is Chris Jenner, LLC. We drop a new episode every weekday so the fun never ends. Blinded by the Item. Listen wherever you get podcasts and watch us on the Blinded by the Item YouTube channel. In the middle of the road, we're fine. And no one in Minnesota has the uh, internal fortitude to just beep your horn at these freaking geese. Get them out of the road. I'm driving here. They honk at me. Why can't we honk at them? (laughs) Here's something 
Okay. Do you know that it took Leonardo da Vinci 10 years to paint the Mona Lisa? Oh, wow. Now, call me a critic. But it just doesn't doesn't strike you as a 10-year effort, though, does it? Not 10. Maybe a year. I can't imagine spending 10 years on one single thing. Uh, but that I have a the book. attention span of a gnat. Yeah, you're pretty bad. Hey! Oh, you are. It's I, um, okay. I mean... It's true. It's I just... have strengths, and that's a real weakness, is, is, is long-term focus. It's, I, I think a lot of people have that, so... Don't feel bad. All right. <laughs> Blue and white are the most common school colors. You know, I read this fact this morning <laughs> and was really just titillated. Now, that's the wrong word. Ooh, no. Is that the, does that mean that has a sexual connotation, does yep, it not? Yeah, kind of. Yeah. My bad. Dang it. it I th- uh, stimulated. stimulated. Intellectually sti- yeah. well, stimulated does too. <laughs> no. Well, n- no, but less directly. Uh, just because t- of the first part of the word? Yeah, titillate yeah. is uh, to stimulate or excite someone, especially in a sexual manner. Oh, I didn't. Or know to that. lightly touch or tickle. Okay. Oh, skin hunger. <laughs> oh, okay, done. Uh, <laughs> we need to get you a skin sandwich. Somebody touch me. I'm system. gonna get like a like a bag, a garbage bag to put over me, so I can hug people. We're gonna see you in a mug shot by the end of the week, <laughs> and it's just woman arrested at local grocery store for touching and hugging strangers. <laughs> Oh, uh, this is good. We really like the English language on the Don and Steve show, Don. Oh, yeah. Don, uh, you're going to learn a lot about us today. <laughs> Wait till we get to Cookie Post coming up at 10. Oh, sweet Lord in heaven. Oh, I you. have no idea where that's going to go, but I'm looking forward to that. Um, the longest one-syllable word in the English language is, care to guess before I tell you, the longest one-syllable word in the English language. Mm. Oh. oh, I know. It's mmm. Mm. Okay, Nan, it's feeling skin hungry again. Stop. The oh longest one syllable word in the English language is screeched. S C R E E C H E D. Screeched. Things that make you go. Huh? Uh-huh. And finally, this on when you're most likely to get stung by a bee. I still think it's. Mm-hmm. There's more letters in that one. Uh-huh. All right, go ahead. <laughs> We're wrapping up here. You're more likely to get stung by a bee on a windy day than any other day. Really? (laughs) You know what you should do? Carry hairspray. Because if you spray them, then their wings stick together and then they can't get you. (laughs) I know. like maybe torture. Uh, Maybe PETA's going to be contacting me. I've never done it. I just heard about it. All right. Uh, We'll give... uh, Dawn's mad about something. It's a new app and it's not going well. We'll discuss up next. Buckles on the jacket. It's elite. Nike crossbody got a piece and got a Ken Barlow's 5 Eyewitness News forecast. Uh, looks like it's going to warm up this week with 70s returning in our first 80 possible next week. Today, mostly sunny and a little warmer, a high near 60. Tonight, increasing clouds, not as cold, a low of 43. Oh, and don't forget the My Talk resource page presented by AARP is available at mytalk1071.com. That keyword is resource. Um, we're going to keep you informed and entertained with a list of fun stuff and serious stuff. You can also find new ideas for things to stream, live music, ways to keep the kids busy. Right, Steve? You ain't lying, girl. We Hit them with that keyword, resource.
Uh, the list of links and resources will uh, help uh, guide you through the coronavirus crisis. We got you guys. Don't worry about it. You know, I do feel like now, uh, early on in the coronavirus crisis, it was I felt myself doom scrolling. We've talked about that before when you're just yep. like looking, actively looking for more bad news. Yes. And I feel like I have backed up. So if you feel like you need to back up from that, go to mytalk1071.com. Click on fun stuff. It's a fun stuff yes. day for you. Great idea. Speaking of fun stuff, Dawn, you were saying that you really liked Quibi. Oh. But. Oh, oh no. <laughs> yes. But. Yeah, so Quibi is not really doing that great, you guys. Um, apparently, uh, Quibi, if you don't know what it is, it was started by Jeffrey Katzenberg, um, and it, it's it's short for Quick Bites. So it's an app that you can download where they have created short shows, which are all under 10-minute episodes. Most of them are around six to eight minutes. So you can watch a series while you're in the bathroom, depending how long you're in there. Um, I love this app. They're all filmed for an iPhone or your your phone, your smartphone. So it's filmed differently. I love the user interface. It's just great. Love Quibi. Well, apparently it didn't have very strong release. Only three, about three million people downloaded uh, Mm. the Quibi app. And then only 1.3 million are actually using it. And it's number 125 on the download list of apps. Oh, oh bugger. That That's not, not good. good, guys. It's so early, though. I yeah, I think you're right, though, that it didn't have a strong enough mm, buzz going. You know, you'd hear Quibi here and there, but I think it needed to be, like, way more impactful. Yeah, and Jeffrey Katzenberg has said, you know, the coronavirus is really yep. to blame for this, that people had so much attention on that. You know, it makes sense, though. You know, we're all preoccupied with that, but it is a good escape. I would download it. It's the first 90 days are free right now. So before it goes away forever, download Quibi. Right. See, I think I think that Jeffrey Katzenberg is wrong on that because I feel like we are we're so on our phones. And so if they had a if they had an effective Mm. online marketing campaign when we all have our phones in our hand, probably more than we did prior to. Uh, it feels like it would be a really good time. And so many marketing dollars, when you launch something, so many marketing dollars are front-loaded in that campaign. So they say the first week or two is the most important time for us to get this off the ground, get some good PR, good buzz. And the fact that they they miss that boat, uh, whether or not there's you know interesting things on there, which Don says that there's fun stuff that you can check out, um, that's that's got to be a bummer for them because I'm sure there was a lot of cash that went into that initial surge of publicity. You know what I think the difference is, too, is that when you're on the go, which we're not right now, we're sitting mm. in front of our TVs. So yeah. when you're on the go, it would sure. be you know more uh, probably likely to be used. Like on the subway, on the bus. Yes. Yeah, you're right about that. Yes, while you're Waiting driving. Waiting in line at the DMV. <laughs> you can get through the whole app. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. So I would... I, I don't think it's going to go under or anything, do you? I don't know. They spent a lot of money on um, on programming for this. These are all, you know, they're not grabbing programs like Netflix would and buying them from other networks. These are all created for Quibi. Oh, so it's like Netflix original shows, except right. Quibi original shows. Yikes. So yeah. maybe they'll make it an app for, because I know it's designed for the phone, mm-hmm. but maybe they will find a way to put it. You know, you want to watch it on your PC. Yes. Oh boy. Yeah. Or a my tablet. TV. Or your TV. Yeah. Even. Yeah. You know, like Apple 
Netflix. I guess you could share your screen with your TV. Do you know how to do that? No. No, but why? It's going to require NASA. (sighs) Sorry, Donna, you're doing great. You know you're doing great, and we care about you. Rude. Here's 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 what would be good for Quibi, I think. If everything got opened up again, and that's such a million dollar question, but they could do another marketing campaign when we are back on buses, back mm-hmm. on subways in New York, sure. back on planes again. And they could they could do an entire spot all around that of like, hey, now we're back in this thing that we missed for so long, but what are you gonna watch while you're on the subway? What you know? They could do something around that, but it's you're you're right. That that's a fair point that the TVs are on more. I mean, mm-hmm. local television ratings are very high right now because people are sitting at home watching TV and they're right. not on the go. So I, I I see that you've you've changed my mind on that. Hmm. Thing to make it go. You're my best friend. Um. So are the Oscars delayed too? Well, they're saying that since none of these movies are coming out, oh. uh, you know, all of these movies are delayed. They're thinking about moving the Oscars four months later because Jeez. it's not giving I, they movies have an opportunity. They're they're going to have to. Nobody is opening their movies, so they're thinking about having it. Uh, you know, around the like, end of. Summer. May or June or oh well, my god! No, 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 I'm sorry. Yeah, you're right, yeah. Steve. That would be May or June. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So Still, this that time is so out year. of whack mm-hmm. for but the typical schedule. What are you supposed to do though? Yeah. No, who's going to watch if if only critics are watching movies? I know. You know, it's it, it's funny. I I uh, I saw something recently about Sonic the Hedgehog, which. It's a it's a fun family movie. Our kids loved it. Jim Carrey, I thought, was really uh, entertaining in it. But I saw a release around it because it's going to be on Blu-ray and DVD and on demand. Uh, and it said like it's the second highest grossing film of the year. And at first blush, I was like, oh wow. And then I was like, oh wait, hang on. There have been like eight movies that have been released this year. Yeah, you know what I mean. That's in the it. land in the land of the blind, the one-eyed man is king. So it's a great time for you to get some positive PR out there. If you're a movie that's already been released, you're right. I mean, heck, Sonic would have to be nominated for an Oscar at this point. Right. Not just Best Animated Feature, Best Picture. It would be up yeah. against itself. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Oh, my gosh. I know. It's so sad. Um, uh, in other television news, are you guys... I've missed most of the episodes so far, but I record them all, but I caught a little bit of Songland mm. last night. Dawn, have you watched this show? I've never watched this show. Huh? It's so good. It's Neither have really I, Don. You're you're not on the outside looking in here, but Donna has had a love affair with the show. And Donna, you're convinced that I would really like this show. I really do think you would, because first of all, you're a music lover, and it's really fun. So it's different from the other music shows like American Idol and The Voice in that it's songwriters, not necessarily the best singers, pitching their song to an artist. So okay. every week That's on cool. the show, there's a different artist. Um, and the songwriters come on and they're in front of a panel of judges in addition to the guest artist. And we're talking about, um, oh gosh, what's the guy's name? Uh, Teddy. Uh, Teddy Bridgewater. Esther and uh, Shane McAnally. They've got all these songwriters, these renowned songwriters slash producers. And they listen to the songs, and then each one of them works with the various songwriters. I see. Okay. And then they fatten up the song. They make it different. They make it bigger. And then the artist chooses one of the songs. So last night, here is uh, the song performed by the songwriter, Give It To You.
Uh, fantastic. Like every song that you see performed by the songwriter can already be a hit. So that's the song that was chosen. Julia Michaels happened mm-hmm. to be the artist. She had to decide which song to choose after it was, you know, produced. Here she is singing the song that you just heard. Ooh. It's just so fun to watch the evolution and the, the like the full production of the song too because you know they're like the melody is the same but they have added they have they have Reverb just Reverb and yeah, yeah. who is Julia Michaels by the oh, way I, oh, do I like her know, I guess yes, yeah you do yes. you do you love her you know her That's and she's great. written lots of songs for Excuse other people uh, she's a young she's a young woman um very talented let me just see some of the songs she's written for oh, she, justin she wrote Beeble. sorry for justin bieber, bieber. yeah she's written for niall horan who by the way his freaking album is amazing it is so good been listening to that um yeah i mean she's just an amazing songwriter so i'm trying to find her songs in our system I because we, we used one. to we used to use her as bumper music. Yeah, we had a bumper music song. Can't recall. I, well, I liked I liked what I just heard there. I have a question about this. Do the do the songwriters? Uh, we're talking about Songland on NBC. Do the songwriters have a lot of face to face with the artist, or is it sort of handed off to the artist, and then the songwriter looks sits back and says, "Oh, look what they've done with my song." Um, no, no, it is hand. They, there is a lot of. I mean, sometimes it's on the spot. Like they come out and they they're wow. singing, and then. Um, guy's name i love him he's such a talent um let me just is look this up. like the host of the show that we're talking about there is no host is there a host okay. i don't think there is a host um it's um ryan tedder uh, oh from one republic yes ryan I tedder like esther dean who's amazing shane McAnally, who's from the countryside of things but um sometimes right on the spot they'll go hey let's go back to the hook because you've really got something there but you didn't you didn't let it linger long enough. So then they'll go back and he'll start playing his guitar and go, let's try this. Let's try. It's just fascinating to see the whole process. What happens is just like there are coaches on the voice, each person is assigned a producer. Okay. And then the producer works with the songwriter in um, presenting the song in its final form before the artist chooses. So, I like that. So, do the songwriters ever have hopes of being the artists themselves? Are we dashing their dreams by going, "Oh, mm. let me have somebody else sing it better for you"? That's a really good question. <laughs> I don't know for sure. I haven't watched a lot this season, but I am going to go back and watch all of them. A lot of them move to LA with the hopes of being a songwriter. Sure. I okay. mean, that's where the money is. Let's There's be honest. There's big money there. Yes. Yeah. So um, it's on NBC, if you're interested, okay. and it is on, uh, what was last night? Uh, Monday nights. Do they replay it on Hulu, or I, I wonder? That's a good question, Dawn. Um, I think they do, Dawn. Did we tell I think Dawn that they do. the rule of the show? I can't remember. Oh, no. oh yeah, we yeah. didn't oh, oh, God, I'm sorry. I really no, okay. respect yeah. that. You were, well, you were know. supposed to go through. I only through. know the basics of the story I'm presenting always. I never know the follow-up. Don't tell yeah. B. Arthur that. Okay. Well, there's only so many in the hours in the day. Yeah, no kidding. Especially for you. HR runs through that pretty extensively. They just say, it's you meet with HR when you join the show you meet with hr generally for about an hour but it's just an hour of them saying that in different ways <laughs> so what kind of questions do we ask afterward no follow-up yeah questions uh class adjourn, adjourned 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 tuesday adjourned. this is tuesday of this week and we have 
three more shows after this. So uh, looking good. Yeah. 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 All right. Um, you guys, can we discuss something, Dawn? I can't even believe you didn't bring this up to me yesterday. What? Jason Matheson had a very disturbing dream about me last oh, sure. night. I oh, would wow. uh, let's let's revisit it. Sure. When oh. we come back, because I saw something. I want to say something uh, on the Donna and Steve show up next. Hey, guys, welcome back. You're listening to the Donna and Steve show on my talk. One oh seven one everything entertainment. Donna Valentine, Steve Patterson. Good morning. Producer Don McLean in the house. And uh, something that we have to discuss from Dawn's other show. Hey, if you see something, say something. Oh, that is catchy, huh? Time for If You See Something, Say Something with Donna and Steve. If you see something, say something. Come on and party tonight. Tonight. You know, people are having a lot of weird dreams lately. I Mine are nonstop. Every night, mm. just the craziest stuff, and it's a montage. Oh, great. It's not like one ongoing story. It's like, this is going to happen, now that's going to happen, and it's like this collage of weirdness. Mm. Apparently, the same is true for Jason Matheson, because mm-hmm. um, he came into the prep room yesterday, and he goes... Donna Valentine, I had a dream about you. I just talked about it on the air. You were touching my leg in a meeting. And I'm Whoa. like, what? <laughs> what are you talking about? So I went back and listened to it. And I went, this is really disturbing. Because it sounds like one of those dreams that you wake up mm-hmm. from. And you're like, oh, my God, I can't go to work today. You can't look <laughs> at that person. Yeah, because yeah. you can't decide if it, it really way. happened or not. <laughs> okay, so here's Jason talking about his dream. I had... And I'm just going to be blunt on this. Mm-hmm. I had a naughty dream <laughs> about? about a my talker, about a my talk colleague. Oh, mm-hmm. someone specific? Can we share, or is this sure? Donna Valentine. <laughs> I repeat, <laughs> Donna I Valentine. Oh, I had um, I had a dream that we well, were. Uh, who yeah. hasn't? I mean, <laughs> Uh, please continue. Let's compare them. You're not alone. So I had a naughty dream about Donna Valentine, mm-hmm. and she won't mind me saying this because no. I love Donna. Um, we were in a meeting, mm-hmm. and here's what's funny. Um, you know, in Toy Story, how you never saw what? the humans' faces at the you know in the in the first movie. Yeah. You never yeah. you just saw their legs. The babies. You just saw their legs. <laughs> I just saw B. Arthur's legs. She was uh, she was doing this meeting, <laughs> but I never saw her. This is in the dream. This is in the okay. dream. It was just B. Arthur's legs, mm-hmm. and she was wearing leggings with straps. Yeah, and you could see the straps. She was wearing pumps, which used to drive me crazy. Um, in the eighties and nineties, like stirrup pants? stirrup pants. What? And you could see, and this is the level of detail. And I kept in my mind thinking, I want to shame B. Arthur. Because my mom taught me if you wear stirrup pants, you're not supposed to see the stirrups. You're supposed to wear. So I kept wanting to correct her fashion mistake. But then in my dream, I'm thinking, Jason, concentrate on the thing of the meeting. I am wearing sweatpants. And I'm I'm wearing sweatpants. And I look down. And they're old-timey sweatpants. So they have, like, the the elastic on the bottom. My kind. So. I'm looking down at my knees and I'm looking down at my ankles and all of a sudden I see a a feminine, a female hand 
running up Thank my you. leg, like by oh my, my foot. God, and she's yeah. pulling up my uh, what? She's pulling up my my pants, just my <laughs> my sweatpants. Okay. And she pulls them up over my knee, and I and in the dream, I was like, oh my goodness, who's doing this? And I look over to my left. And it's Donna Valentine. No, it's not. And Donna Valentine is like, like making faces at me, like don't, like the face of don't tell anybody. Ooh. Oh my! And she's like touching my knee. She's Ew. like, she's taking her hand, like she's testing a melon in the produce department. <laughs> and she's like squeezing my knee. And I kept looking at her, and I go like this. I go, Donna. I'm like, I'm married, and so are you. I am. And Donna's not married, oh. by the way. But I kept saying, Donna, we're both married. And Donna goes, that doesn't matter right now. Oh, and I was like, oh, oh my. my goodness. Donna? Wait so, a second. Okay. All right. Wait a second. Yeah. Whoa. What does it say about my character? It doesn't say anything about okay. you. Okay. Dawn is a dream Help interpreter. Yeah. So <laughs> let's get to the bottom of this because you've told me that when you dream about other people, it doesn't matter. The dream is always about you. The dream is always about the dreamer. So the other people about, okay. in the dream are always a part of yourself that you're dreaming about. Okay. So Jason is dreaming about his subconscious mind because he's dreaming about a woman. Huh. He's also dreaming about his productivity because he's dreaming about work. He's at a meeting. Oh, okay. All right. Okay. And he wanted to stay focused during the meeting. He mentioned that. Like, I'm trying to lock and load on the thing of the meeting. Yes. So we oh. have that aspect. And then also, uh, we have the fact that uh, you are doing something that seems sexual. So it's a precursor to sex. It's not full-blown sex. So uh, oh sex is actually the coming together of your conscious and your subconscious mind to create a new idea. Oh, so he has oh, to think better. about his inner Donna Valentine, the qualities that you have. He needs those qualities to come together with his conscious mind to create something new. Can we hear what his uh, what he said my qualities were? Is there any way to pick that oh, back up? You know what? I cut this clip off okay. right there. Do you remember to... what he said? Um, he, All yes. good things. All no, good I things. do know what he said because he realize that actually he has been thinking about a new idea and it involves um, doing his talk show differently. But in order to do that, he's going to have to be very focused, very disciplined. Oh, and am um, I focused and disciplined, focused, disciplined and a real professional broadcaster. And that's what he thinks of you. Those are the three main qualities. So anyway, he's like, I've been thinking about doing something new and it just really resonated with him. So fascinating donna i feel better now yes steve i was just gonna you know what do you have to say for yourself having been cast in a dream you didn't give any permission for that you just appeared there you (laughs) had no idea yes i feel i feel better because it made me feel like hmm what does he think about me i'm more concerned about kenny now Oh, now that's a real problem. <laughs> Kenny was talking. Yeah. Kenny's comes. Kenny's dream dawn, and I'm no dream interpreter. Yeah. It comes from a bad place. That's just my guess. Yeah, these rules do not apply when it comes to Kenny. He said, "Who has it?" And then he added, "Let's compare them. Yeah. Let's compare and our dreams." Hot cha cha. Oh God, Kenny, clean it up. Jeez. Okay. Thank you for interpreting that, Don. Yeah, sex we really is not sex it. in a dream. It's creating a new idea. I once had a dream that I had sex with my boss, like a sure. big boss, All not right. at this company. And I woke up in such a panic before work and I was like, I'm not going in. I am Told not sick, going to yeah. work. Yeah, I was like, I can't. And then it, you know, it takes a minute to realize, okay, wait, this is reality. That was not reality. So, <laughs> woo-wee! <laughs>
Whew. All right, thank Jeez. you for that. I saw something. I had to say something, so thank you for allowing mm-hmm. me that. Uh, when we come back, I watched a documentary, and um, I will tell you whether you should stream it or skip it when we come right back on my... This holiday season, Peloton's got a gift for you. Get up to $200 off accessories with the purchase of a Peloton bike, Bike Plus, or Tread. And take your workout to the next level with accessories like non-slip grip dumbbells, a heart rate monitor, cycling shoes, and more. Peloton, motivation that moves you. This limited time offer ends December 25th. Visit OnePeloton.com to learn more. All access membership separate. Offer ends December 25th. Cannot be combined with other offers. See additional terms at OnePeloton.com.